are now listening to the Living Numbers Podcast. I am your host, Kenton Barnes. I took over <laughs> Tony Job today. Uh, he got the day off. So I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. So I'm going to turn it over to my co-host. <laughs> <laughs> How was that? <laughs> I think I can use that. Detroit is in the building. Let's go. <laughs> okay. As you all heard, this is the Living Numbers Podcast. And I got my boy Kenny on. And I guess he's the host today. And I am your also host, Tony Rambles. First, before we get started, I got to tell y'all. Make sure you like, subscribe, download, follow. I'm on Spotify, Apple, Anchor, YouTube, uh, Breaker, Stitcher, TuneIn. Just search it up. The Living Numbers Podcast, Tony Rambles. You will find me. I'm around. And like I said, I got my boy Kenny on. No introduction needed. How many times have you been on? This is like your third, third time? Third or fourth. Yeah, third, third or fourth, fourth time. Of- okay, we got a repeat guest here. So Kenny knows how it goes down. We got to open up with our first number. That first number is it's actually a, a contract. So it's going to be a couple numbers here. Mm-hmm. It's going to be four years, $140 million. And my boy Kenny has been wanting to talk about this topic for a while now. So Ben Simmons, your boy. Mm. He pulling the Harden. I think he's going a little bit more than Harden. He just told him yesterday he uh, he's uh, mentally unable to play. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> and I don't know how true that can be or is it uh, mm-hmm. in the capacity that he's in. Right. Uh, granted, you know, a real, like, you know, we... Uh, that could be think, a real issue. Yeah, it could be a real issue. Right. You know, and... But because of his I'm situation, not, it's kind of like... Mm, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but then again, like I said, like if, if that could be a real situation because he got dog that works through yeah. his job. Yep. yep. Through his, his his boss, his 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 coworkers, we would we would call it in our sense. And, right. And he have to go to that environment. And I know being in that in some type of environment where you're not loved, wanted, feeling like it's a family, thought it was a family, yeah. But they're talking bad about you. Yeah. It's only one way you can get out your job. You, not one way, but there's multiple ways to right. get out your job and handle it. But for his, uh, for his take profession, on it, yeah. Yeah. It's a little bit different. And uh, I know me and you spoke about it, you know, yep. briefly through yep. a text yep. message. Yep. I told you that I think it's the uh, the Rich Paul effect. Okay. So mm-hmm. let's, let's set the stage right here for the people... Yeah who are not aware or for the people who are not actually um, into basketball, because this mm-hmm. is not necessarily just a basketball thing, but a life thing, but we're just going to mm-hmm. use basketball to frame it. So gotcha. Ben Simmons has a four year, 140 million con $140 million contract, something like that. Yeah. And uh, he did not perform well last year in the playoffs. He- or in the he time, underachieved. They, he underachieved. 
when they most needed him. And his head coach and the other best player on the team, they pretty much called him out in the press, in the media, in front of everybody. There's no hiding from it. There's no getting away from it. So he put they put the business out on Front Street. They aired out mm-hmm. the dirty laundry. I mean, we all kind of saw it on TV together. But usually what happens is, and kind of just like family, it's like, nah, you know, we're going to pick him up. You know, he good. You know, that's one of our guys. You know, it's a team effort. You know, we all lost yeah. together, that kind of thing. No, no, not this time. They went out there and was like, yeah. He basically lost the series for us. He lost the game for us, and it's his fault. And so Ben was like, oh, okay, that's how we're doing it. I'm never playing in a 76er jersey again. So basically he's saying, I'm never going to work at this place again. I'm never coming Mm -hmm. back to work. I don't care about my contract. I don't care how many years I have left. Y'all going to have to get rid of me. And so – to people who may not watch basketball or understand like how the contracts and stuff work, think about it this way. Say you work as a, um, a cashier, right? Most jo- a job that everybody kind of knows. No, what now let's say a waiter. Cause there's different levels. And mm-hmm. You can easily see like the good waiters and the waiters that are not good. Right. So say you're yep. a waiter, you one of the best ones. We're going to say we work at a IHOP since IHOP is everywhere. Everybody know IHOP. You the best waiter and y'all sign contracts. You got about six months left on your contract, which is kind of an eternity in a place like that. And you go, you know what? I kind of don't want to be here. So you go to your manager and you go, well, you can trade me to Denny's and you could get three waiters back and they'll hire three more waiters for you. So most managers will go, okay, cool, bet. I'll do that. I get more people. I get more staff. I don't have to pay for it. Yes, I'm losing my like my best waiter, but you know I might get another really really good waiter out of it, or maybe a couple of good waiters. Not gonna be as good as this person I'm losing, but you know I can get some value. So Ben Simmons, the way he played last year, the person from Denny's is coming back and saying. I don't know if you like that good of a waiter anymore. I don't know if you were an eight or a nine out of 10. You might be more like a six right now. So I'm not going to give you three waiters and hire three more. I'll give you one waiter, maybe two, and I'll hire two waiters for you, but I'm only paying for half of them. So the value has gone down on Ben Simmons, this person that we thought was this amazing waiter, right? So now Ben Simmons is like, I don't care what the value is. I don't care how I played last year. Or I don't care how I weighed the tables, you know, a week ago. I'm not coming back to work. So either you can get that one or two waiters for me. Or at the end of six months, I'm just going to leave. And you're not going to get any waiters for me. So now that puts the, uh, the company, the IHOP, in question in a tough position where you go, dang, if we could just get this guy to come in and wait tables for like two weeks and everybody see how good he is, then we could get that value back up. We can then trade him to, to Denny's Whoever. and get that same three waiters plus three more as opposed to him staying home or him coming here and just sitting in the back like, I'm not going out there. <laughs> I'm not taking no tables. I might put up a dish for you, but that's it. 
So that's pretty much the kick. <laughs> what you think about that analogy? I like that. It's a it's a pretty good analogy. You know, it it, it kind of ties in if if for the people you know, it, it's not hard to understand. So that's a really good way of putting it. You know, for his situation, and uh, it's reality. Yeah, it's, it's reality. You so, know? like, the question is, how how do you deal with being unhappy at your job, but still having to go to work? Because in real life, right, for most other people, there is no, I'm not coming in. You just get fired. There's no trades. <laughs> so. and see, I'm looking at it, and see, I'm looking at it as a, as a different take okay. as well above that. So, for an example, Ben Simmons is making well over a hundred right. million. Right. He's making thirty-five million dollars a year. Forty he, million. He has a, in, in, for the you know the 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 people like us in the middle class. You know when people that's not even the middle class, that's in the lower class. We don't have that luxury yeah. to say, you know what, I'm not going to work. You know, without having a backup plan, right? On top of a backup plan. On top he of literally, a backup plan. he literally can stop what he's doing for the rest of his life because he got over a hundred million dollars and go and do whatever he wants to do. Right. So he could pivot. Uh, say, I'm not playing yeah. sports anymore. I'm gonna be a whatever. I, I he can go back to college and get his doctor's degree. Be a doctor be you know a male nurse not saying that's what he want to do but yeah, just, exactly he could do whatever he wants he do whatever he wants and to you know to answer your question um it, i was in that situation that, that that's a pretty tough situation having to go to work knowing you don't want to be there yes can't stand being uh like, just it's just it's just not right culturally for you spiritually for you emotional yeah, it, it, it all of that is draining. So right. I know exactly uh, the feeling going to a job, not wanting to be there. Yeah. And for me, we, well, you know, I had to, I had to stick it out until you know I found something else. Right. Uh, what was your attitude people. like each day? Like, you know, you don't want to be there. You <laughs> get up. You know how? How do you like? Did you have a good attitude? Was you like, f this place? I don't even care or what? So mentally, yes, it was F this place. But in reality, I had to I had to go there and make the best of it. Mm-hmm. So I had to find uh, a, a common ground uh, to, yeah. to help me through the day. So Something. meaning if it's if it's a coworker of mine that that, you know, I can always go to and we we have a, a conversation what that looks like on how we can get out, you know, what we yeah. can do you know, for to, to better ourselves to, you know, to put ourselves right. in a better situation. You know, uh it was all it was it, you know, it's a difficult thing. But for, for Ben Simmons, you know, on his behalf, you know, I think uh, looking at his situation, mm-hmm. uh it, it's unique because he he's decided to go to work just to get the paycheck because he lost almost a right. million dollars just sitting out and he can't yeah. afford that. And I think the 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 smart thing or that he did do was saying, you know what, I'm not mentally ready for work, which he might not be mentally ready yeah, to perform I mean, at work. Because you can't prove it. it. You can't prove you it can't until prove he it. actually until so. he actually goes to a doctor 
and go right. through the, the the treatment and the, even the, if he the does. Whole, so like think he, about like depression or people like who are mentally yeah, unstable. I was just I was I was just gonna yeah, say you know it can take a while. It could take it definitely can take a while. It it definitely can and I and I and I've been through that. I I, I would I'm not gonna lie. I, I've been through that. I that that's not a good feeling. Right. Knowing that you're in that that state of mind trying to uh get over and you know become you know just trying to be better at what right. you're looking to do and looking and, and for him he's just looking at everybody like man I thought I thought we was I thought we was better than that and they coming out publicly like you said you know bashing them you know not even the coaches bashing them we we talked about them we yeah. we talked about this six nine dude passing about at the rim at the rim when a five eleven guy standing right yep. next to me he just yep. passes off like. In basketball sense, that didn't make sense. Doesn't make but, sense. But he probably was already checked out before then. Maybe. And I think he, he was already going through his own issues because of yeah. the, the free throw thing. And so we see, like, the contrast between him and the guy like Giannis. And it's all mental because if you look at their statures, they're similar, right? I think yeah, anybody who that, watches that's, that's true. basketball – They'd be able to go, well, you know what? And I think a lot of people have said it. Ben Simmons just need to do what Giannis do. Just he has the ability, has the athleticism, right? The issues are the same. They both uh, are not good shooters. And there had been a reluctance to shoot. But Giannis kind of got over that hump mentally and say, I'm shooting the ball because I need to. And I'm going to get better at shooting the ball as opposed to Ben Simmons, who may take a lot of shots in practice as well as in these um these summer runs but when it comes mm-hmm. to the actual NBA games he just has <laughs> some kind of block as far as being able to shoot the basketball and it wasn't always like that he used to take some shots like not a lot but very few shots now he takes none he just need, mm-hmm. doesn't even attempt something that appears to be a jump shot but Back to like the workplace stuff. I know for me, I've also been in a position where I did not want to go to a job anymore. I was over it. I was tired of being there. But mm-hmm. I think for me, I think what, what you talked about as far as like having somebody there, hopefully that you are cool with, that you may consider a friend, that always helps because now you have somebody mm-hmm. that you can talk to that it's like, at least me and this person has some common ground. Maybe both of us don't want to be here anymore. So we can just yep. kind of talk about it and bond over it and then kind of make our, our plan of escape, you know, so to speak. Mm-hmm. But I think, well, not I think, but I know that for me, there's always like a bigger reason for everything that I do. And like, mm-hmm. I've talked about God on this box on here before a ton of times. And so like, mm-hmm. that's where my motivation has to really kick in from, from that level, that mm-hmm. spiritual level to where I'm like, I'm mm-hmm. not doing this just for me. Like now my name is on the line uh, mm-hmm. and like what I represent. So I talk about being a Christian, like now this is the time where I have to really be about it and follow those mm-hmm. principles. Even if you're unhappy being able to still be content right in your circumstance mm-hmm. right? that's what the scripture yep. says so taking that into the workplace and not leaving that at home because you and your feelings or you just upset or you're not getting what you feel like you're valued at you got to still 
like you said, stick it out until you could go somewhere else or do something else. But my thing is to always, if you're unhappy and you want to do something that's different, like you have to put in the work, you have to put in the time. So it might look like being Mm -hmm. up late, you know, maybe getting some kind of certification or going back to school or, you know, putting in those applications and not getting discouraged. So unhappy at the workplace, like I, I couldn't, I couldn't go about it like Ben is doing. I know yeah. with that kind of in that because think about it. If he goes in there and he plays well, right? They're not going to want to trade him. They not. But if he goes in there and he plays bad, now he's smearing his name and now his name looks bad. Right? Up and then they're not gonna and, trust and, um, and it's kind of and it's and it's kind of like they're not even and like you said, the value of him. Uh, it pretty much it devalues what they would get back in return because exactly. if they they wouldn't they wouldn't trade Ben Simmons for uh, um for nothing kind of, uh, just yeah just anybody <laughs> you can't just you just really can't trade him for just anybody you you right. definitely got to get equal value for what this is hundred percent it, 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 it applies it applies for everything you can't go in and trade in. A Toyota Corolla and get a Maserati. You, you, exactly, that, that doesn't apply. So you definitely got to trade a value of a car for the same value as what you want to return, regardless if it's the player. Mm-hmm. But you're getting pieces back and down the line. So, so real, hey, real what, quickly though, where yeah. would you like to see him go? I'll go first. I got a couple places. Okay. Indiana. If they can get Karis LeVert, Malcolm Brogdon, TJ Warren, because Indiana's never going to get a superstar unless they trade for one or they draft one. Nobody's going there. True. They put him with Sabonis. Okay, you might have something. Even if they could get okay. even if they could trade like a Miles Turner, because they've been trying to get off him for a while and put Sabonis. For a while. So yeah. and he could shoot it. He, he could play good defense. So him and Joel together. Now they have Drummond. So I don't know. I don't know how that fit. I got, a, I got a sneaky one that I just thought of. I got one more. Okay. Washington. Washington. Now they got a bunch of guys there that I feel like if they could trade everybody except everybody except Bradley Beal. And now you got Beal and you got Ben, that's something that you can build around. Mm-hmm. Now, if I'm 76ers, I want, I want Bill. And at that point, I think if I'm Washington, and once Bill gets ready to go and says I'm out, then still, I would trade Bill for Ben Simmons for the simple fact that, again, Washington is a place that doesn't really get anybody. Mm-hmm. So, hey, take Ben Simmons. Reset, build around them. Those are my two. I would like to see Ben go to Miami. Meaning Ooh. you trade you you call Larry that just got that he gets to come home because they was trying to acquire him last year. You throw in a couple of other little pieces. I don't know what that means. Duncan Robinson have to go or Tyler Hero for Ben Simmons because Ben Simmons will play a part in a partially part in what uh what Miami ben, Simmons, ben Simmons don't mess with Jimmy Butler though. That's the reason Jimmy Butler left. 
You right. Forgot about that. But even though that's why I said fantasy. That's why I said fantasy. Okay. And then another another way, uh, if they really want to get something in return, uh, don't know how it would look, but I would say Oklahoma City because they have a ton of pieces to yeah. get to off uh, to get, you know to come off of because they that. have like seven, eight, nine first round picks. They got a lot. The next, they got a lot for the next couple of years. But so, the thing about them is like Philly, they want guys that could play now. Like the Philly trying to win a championship. They got they got S S A uh what's his name? Alexandra, I can't think of his name. Talking about uh, SGA? S- yeah, SGA. Oh, no, they're not trading him. I know. But if you want more in return, which those picks you're gonna get from Philly as well, and you can still take those other picks I guess and so. translate them into something else. Because they have the cap room. They have the cap room. They have whatever they want. These are just these are just ideal because I can't think of it right now. Right. Who I would like to see Ben go to. Of course, Houston. Uh John Wall going getting out of Houston to go to to, to Philly. Mm. Uh along with Eric Gordon. Because we gotta get they wanna they wanna come off the they wanna come right. off the older guys and bring in a younger guy. Not knowing what Ben Simmons can translate with the younger guys because it's a whole it's a start over. It's yeah, everybody's starting over. So, just All imagine right. you got Porter, Green, Ben, Woods, uh, and you know whomever else. Right, that could work. Okay, let's let's pivot from one workplace to another. Okay, uh, John Gruden. Seven mm-hmm. emails. That's our number right here. Seven emails. Because mm-hmm. that pretty much started the firestorm and got him up out of there. Yeah. Uh, so for anyone who doesn't know, uh, John Gruden uh, was had some races, uh, some very uh, unfortunate language in some of these emails or a lot of these emails. And so he had to, quote unquote, step down or they was going to get him up out of there anyway. Um, I wonder what else is in those emails. Number one, mm-hmm. and now that's being investigated by the government. Like, oh yeah, we want to know too. Oh wow! And mm-hmm. how can you tell people's true colors? That's the question here mm-hmm. because a lot of people they didn't think John Gruden was like that. But if you listen to Keyshawn Johnson, he like, yeah, I, I, I believe it. He's something. He's he's something like that. Uh, but you sometimes you don't really know. It goes this far. Like you might have somebody that cussed that's kind of vulgar, but you you know, I didn't know he was racist though. <laughs> like I didn't know I, that it was yeah. so I couldn't tell somebody there we go. That's difficult. Right. That's really difficult because you can't really, you know, unless they just blatantly show you who they are. Most time, people they show you who they are, and people are really got good at hiding who they are. Yes, and I, I think, think that I think that I think that's the case with him and, and uh, others. You know, you'll never see like I don't mean to bring him up, but just Jerry Jones. You would never see him just blatantly come out and say, "Oh, you know, I'm racist," you know, for whatever reason. 
but you could tell by some of his actions on when they when the the kneeling first took place and he was like this is the first and last time we're doing it and this is right. it not saying that he's racist or uh he supports it but he just i guess for his stance he was just saying you know we're not going to have this as a distraction for mm-hmm. my company my organization my team right. my everything that's something that makes you pause and think like yeah. I don't know. Maybe there's something yeah. behind that. But, but, and, see, and then see, the, the, I'm glad we brought it up. The other thing is, is me, I'm, I'm, I grew up a Peyton Manning fan, never really, you know, like the Texans like that. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as Peyton Manning retired, I say, okay, I got to find a team. Just, you know, because I like football. Uh, I, I stuck with, I went to the, 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 the Texans, you know, for a little bit until the owner oh, came yeah. out with his statement. You know, it that was stuff like, started you can't let the prisoners run the prison. And I'm like, that's a racist within itself. And I'm right. like, if y'all okay, if y'all okay with that statement, and he is the owner of the team, he also has his yep. wife, his kids, and everybody else in his family. Not saying they support it and say it's right, but right. it's the fact that you, his last name links to the team, which they mm-hmm. still own as the male, whatever foundation that we, we, we set is what we set for everybody. And mm-hmm. I'm saying that his kids are racist or the family, but it's still the fact that like I said, another, nobody has come up. It's another flag. Nobody has, got, yeah. Nobody ah, has that kind of sound say, a certain know. way, man. <laughs> mm-hmm. So it is really difficult to find someone true colors. Right. Uh, until you know the situation comes up and it and they don't yeah. know like you don't know until really it hits the fan mm-hmm. like until something start happening where it's not all everybody cool now you don't really know until there's some kind of controversy or there's some kind of friction where you really have to take a stand and you have to choose a side right I, so and i have a question for you go ahead so how would you handle it if you knowing somebody is racist and they let it be known that they're racist, but you have to work with them? How would you handle that? How have you ever encountered that? Uh, I haven't encountered somebody kind of blatantly saying, like, I don't like black people or I don't like people of color or women or whatever. I haven't had anything like that where someone blatantly overtly says it um but i do think that there is something to just kind of knowing where that person stands yeah because you can't just avoid people that you don't like especially at work because we all work here somebody hired them somebody hired me so Mm -hmm. i mean it depends on how closely i have to work with that person um how much does that a person how much does that person affect my work, my job, is that person my boss? Now, if that person mm-hmm. is over me in a management or leadership position, like I'm out. I can't, I can't do that. However, like if we're on the same level and they don't work closely with me, then it kind of is what it is, you know, because you can't just get mm-hmm. away from everything. Yeah. Um, because you have to learn how to work with people that you don't like, people that you don't get along with people who may not like you and 
just kind of is what it is. That's that's it. Yep. So if there was somebody like that, as long as that person is not over me, then then I'll just figure it out. But it is something yeah. it is better to know that they're that way as opposed to somebody smiling in your face, but then sending racist emails behind your back. Yeah. Talking about you. Right. Yep. Um, yeah. Speaking of like going behind people's backs, right? <laughs> we have uh, Kyrie Irving and the vaccine mandates in New York. Mm-hmm. Now, We're using Kyrie as a jumping off point, but vaccine mandates are affecting more than just Kyrie Irving, right, in the NBA. Um, But the way that, I don't want to say controversy follows Kyrie, but there's always like a little something that's going on that's just some extra stuff, right? Everywhere everywhere he's, he's been, like in Cleveland, he forced his way out. Like he didn't want to play with LeBron. It's like, Oh, okay, cool. Like, you don't want to be in LeBron's shadow. That's understandable. Even though in basketball, like the better player overshadows everybody, everybody's in Michael Jordan's shadow, whoever played with him, whoever, there's not many people where they share it like Kobe and Shaq. But for, for a while, uh, Kobe was in Shaq's shadow because Shaq was the best player on the team. He was dominant. He had this huge personality. Right. I'm pretty sure there was a lot of guys in Larry Bird's shadow, a lot of guys in Magic Johnson. Like, so being the best player on the team, you're going to overshadow guys. And I, I mean, mm-hmm. I understand Kyrie Irving's like, okay, I want to go do my own thing. You go, okay, cool. Then he goes to Boston. And before Kyrie got there, they went to the conference championship. And then once he got there again, it was just like some little, some issues there. Now, when guys talk about Kyrie, I feel like they always talk about how good of a guy he is, how good of a teammate he is. But every time he goes to a team, there's just some issues with with how they perform. Yep. Right. Boston regressed when he went there. Then you go, "Mm, there might be something to this guy. And then he had the the earth is flat thing. And then he had the I'll stay if y'all want me. Then he bolts and gets up out of there. And then he goes to Brooklyn. And that first year when it was just him. There's no James Harden. KD was still hurt. He had that whole press conference about like some guys being gone. And he mentioned some guys and didn't mention some other guys. It's just like, okay, what is up with this guy? There's always some, some issue traveling. He always got something. Yeah. Some issue. And so now here we go. We've got the, the vaccine deal. Now I'm going to be honest. Like I didn't, I felt like, wary or cautious of the vaccine as well there's just not enough information about the short-term mm-hmm. and long-term effects now i know that with the vaccine a lot of people and charles barkley said as much is you're not just getting a vaccine for you right yep. it's not just about you and that's really the the stance that i took because you know i just had a son he's four months Actually, tomorrow, four months. And I work as a teacher and I'm at a school. I'm around kids every day. I'm around a lot of adults every day. And mm-hmm. I didn't want to risk, you know, bringing COVID home to him. Yeah. And that's why I ended up getting the vaccine. Uh, 
so that pretty much is kind of my, I don't know, my vaccine story, but I was caught. I'm like, I don't, I just don't know. Yeah. And I hadn't been sick. I hadn't got sick at all. I don't, I mean, I don't know if I had COVID or not because, you know, it, it was around for a couple of months before it became like this big thing here in the United States. So -hmm. some people feel like they had it before, you know, the whole country shut down. So, I think yeah, my mom. My mom mentioned she feel like she she had it because those same symptoms she had mm-hmm. prior to it actually being announced that this right. was the thing. Right. So, so yeah, I, I'm. I usually don't get sick, and I hadn't gotten sick since COVID started. But you know, when I got the vaccine, it wasn't about me. It was about you know my son and being able to yeah. make sure he's safe, and also like my kids at school. Because mm-hmm. I might be, you know, asymptomatic, but I might be still spreading it because, you know, I'm not, I'm not the best at keeping my mask on. Yeah. <laughs> so I got players on the team, you know, I can do a lot, I do a lot of stuff. So I didn't want to put anybody yeah. else at risk. So what do you, what do you think, you know, just. Yeah, I, 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 I agree. I was, I was, I was against it. Like I wasn't fine. I wasn't fun to get it. I wasn't wanting to get it because like you said, wasn't much information about it. Right. Uh, also people, what was a what was a real weird stat line was people were dying with the vaccine mm-hmm. and people that didn't get the vaccine wasn't dying. So it was like I'm like that that's not really I don't know what the it, I didn't really see the other stats or statistics right. about it. Numbers can be uh, skewed, but, you know. You yeah. see the wrong numbers, you might go, "Oh, well, wait a second. And then you see the right yeah. numbers, you know, yeah. depending on what data set you see. Yeah, it could skew you different ways. And, and and this and I don't know. This past July, you know, numbers had spiked with COVID like instantly. So you know, my mom and you know, my mom kept you know kept at saying, "Hey, I want you to go get it, go get it, go get it." Mm-hmm. And then me and my fiance talked about it one day, and we just like, "Well, hey, let's just go get it because." Her parents are, you know, uh, much, not much older, but they are older. Right. Uh, right. You know, my parents are older, you know, underlying conditions, you know, and on both yep. sides with, yep. Yep. with, with sickness. So we just said, Hey, we let's, let's just do it. You know, it ain't even about the, 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 it is, it's more so just making sure we're protected and keeping everybody else right. around us protected. Uh, we're not we don't we're not planning on going out the country next month two months three months from now unless i hit the lottery you come in oh, with yeah. me uh but <laughs> but at the end of the day we had to do what was the best interest for ourselves but also everybody around us and we yes. wanted to make sure you know we were at least putting the right foot forward mm-hmm. instead of saying hey you know we're gonna go out to eat and wear a mask, but we're still not going to make get vaccinated. Right. Uh, not saying if the vaccination is working 100 uh, percent over someone else that didn't have it. Mm-hmm. But uh, we just wanted to make sure we were we were taken care of. And we were good. Right. And for Kyrie, just to get, you know, to, to piggy on him. He's making well over 200 million. Not to get vaccinated and go to work. And he's stated that he's not against it, but he's not for it, which leaves me like, okay, if you're not with it and you're not against right. it, then what, are you, what are you what are you doing? 
I so, need to know your stance. <laughs> it's it's like if you have somebody that says, okay, winning the championship is the most important thing to me. So you mm-hmm. do whatever it takes to win the championship. Mm-hmm. Right? I believe that a lot of guys on the team, especially with a team like that. Now, if this team stunk, like nobody would care, honestly. <clears throat> if your goal is to win a championship and everybody's got to get vaccinated to do that, then that's just what you would do. Now, if your goal or the most important thing to you is something that's not winning a championship, then now you make different decisions. Mm-hmm. So that's why everybody is talking about it. It's not necessarily because of Kyrie is this, you know, this person that people like or dislike. It's, it's really, it's a basketball story. Without him, it changes how the team looks. And, I, and that goes back, and that goes back to what we, what we talked about earlier with Ben Simmons. His yeah. value to the team is great. Yes. But at the same time, because he always put himself in the middle of something, raises red flags to other teams. And it's kind of like, I don't even want to touch him because every time he goes somewhere, it's it's a problem. And why would we want to be paying over 200 million for someone that's going to be causing problems? Ideally, yes, you, you have your problems or whatever they may be. But you constantly have problems. Don't know where you're at mentally. Right. He might just uh, leave and be gone for a little while. He might leave. And don't tell nobody what he's doing, where he's right. at, what was wrong. Is he just taking days off? Or what is he doing? You know, so yeah. it's, it, it, it's, a, it's a slippery slope when it comes yeah. to him uh, so like, and what his job, stance is. Mm-hmm. If your job gave you a vaccine mandate, like you got to take the vaccine. Like, of course, you're already vaccinated which we talked about already, but you know, six months ago, if they say you got to be vaccine to work, vaccinated to work here, like what would you, what would you have done? Honestly, if I wasn't vaccinated, they said, if I would wait to the last day, they tell me. <laughs> I, I would, if they say you got to be vaccinated by November 1st, I'm waiting until November 1st. <laughs> until gotcha. then. But, you know, like I said, it kind of goes back to, well, we talked about earlier with yeah. the the Your whole motivation. backup of a backup plan. Okay, you know, yeah. with 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 all of that, if we we you know we out here we don't have a, a we don't have the the money that they have, so we have to keep doing what we have to do to stay above and afloat, uh, to to, to keep making a living because yep. we, you know, you have a family. You know, I have me and my fiance. We we you know we looking to you know start a family. You know, and we can't put ourselves in a situation where it's going to hinder us right. from progressing. Right. And for for Kyrie, you know, he made a lot of money. He has made a lot of money over the years, and he can walk away if he, he wants to. Yeah, he can. He literally can walk away, but it kind of sucks for Kevin Durant because he came there knowing mm-hmm. that you were going to be there. Yeah. And when y'all had the ability to inquire James Harden, just kind of put everything else over the top. Mm-hmm. So when he when he does come back to the team, I mean, we we looking at them as being the best team to win the you know to win the ship. Maybe you know maybe. if healthy, if healthy, if healthy. All right, you know, speaking of championships, mm-hmm. the Astros. 
You from Houston. Mm-hmm. This is your team. Yep. That's not my team, but keep going. Oh, you a Yankees guy, right? Yeah, but I'm going to keep it real. Well, the Astros, because we mm-hmm. live in Houston, and I guess I'm a – I live here, so if Detroit is not in it, then, you know, mm-hmm. I want the Houston team to do well. Yeah. Um, they are in their third World Series in five years. Correct. Those are numbers. Three out of five. Yep. You think they're going to win it? They have a chance. Of course, they're in the World Series. They got a chance. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah, they definitely. The only concern, which has been working, and I've been talking to uh, my homeboy about it, and we're probably going to talk about it again today after the uh, football game, mm-hmm. uh, is that they don't have starting pitching. Right. That is their weakness. Yep. Uh, but I never really paid attention to the Astros up until this point, and he mentioned that Longest they can get to the bull, longest the starting pitcher can get at least four to five innings in the bullpen is mm-hmm. pretty is really good once they get to that point because right. the Astros have the best offense in the game. Yep, that that's realistic. They at least scores five runs a game at mm-hmm. least. So as so long as the that, the starter doesn't get chased early, they should be okay. They should be okay. The only thing is, I really, really, really want to see the Dodgers and the Astros rematch. That's what I really want to see. They have a, a really good chance of going back and getting another ring uh, if if everything plays out because they're playing amazing ball right now. Right, I can't right. lie. I'm not, I'm not a fan, but I got to give credit what credit is due. I have right. to. I will be at the parade if they do win as well. I'm not going to no parade. I don't really care that much. But you might have a day off. I hope they win. <laughs> um, I think there will be a bunch of people that maybe call in. Mm-hmm. I don't really wear gear that's not Detroit gear. Like I don't have Astro shirts. I got some really? U of H stuff because I went there for a little bit. But other than that, if it's not Detroit, like I don't even wear it. But yeah, maybe, I see. Like um, you got your Detroit Tigers hat on. <laughs> I'm thinking, like, I don't even think I'm going to wear an Astro shirt if they win. I'm not even going to get an Astro shirt. I'm not. My father-in-law tried to get me an Astro's gear, and I told him I'm not wearing it. <laughs> Sorry, bro. <laughs> I'm like, there's no disrespect. I love you, but I'm not wearing it. I'll just give it to, you right. know, my fiance. Sorry. Okay. So. <laughs> Last topic here. And, of course, we got to do today in History. Mm-hmm. October 23rd, 1915, the okay. first national horseshoe throwing championship occurred in Kellerton, Iowa. Now, you may be thinking out there, what does horseshoes have to do with anything? Does, does Mr. Rambles throw horseshoes? The answer is only if it's at a cookout or a barbecue. Okay, a family gathering. And so I wanted to ask my boy Kenny, mm-hmm. what is his favorite activity to do at the family gathering, the cookout, the barbecue, the family reunion? Everybody out there, like y'all know what time it is. When your family gets together, there's something that that y'all do. So what is Mr. 
Mr. Barnes, what is his favorite thing to do at the family cookout? It's two. Okay. And I wouldn't be black if I didn't say it. Dominoes. Dominoes. Dominoes and spades. So, like, growing up in Detroit, like, I don't remember people playing dominoes like that. But -hmm. definitely we played spades, tonk, speed. Like, the playing cards were out. Yes. I I never learned how to play tonk. I, I, I honestly know. Don't know how to play tunk, but <laughs> but <laughs> I know Derek know how to play tunk. Yeah. Um, you said uh, dominoes and spades. Um, mm-hmm. mine. I know every time my family get together, we always got the football. The football okay, is in so my trunk. To- I'm always driving, so I always have the football ready. When me, Troy, Keith, Darian, Devin, like. When we get together, when the boys come out, like the football will be, will be out. And if it's a basketball court around, it's a wrap. I don't care what I got on. We're going to the court. And I'm, I think I'm the best player in our family. I think that's pretty easy. D Lo might have something to say about that, though. You the best? Wow, that's a big In our family, I mean, I yeah. I don't, you know, I don't know. I don't think anybody else really hoop like that. I know Derek used to hoop. I don't know how much hooping he do right now. D'Lo I used mean, to really, really hoop. D'Lo was yeah. pretty good. I don't know how much he hoop right now either. Troy not a hooper. He'll tell you. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> when the family get together, um, definitely got to have the football out. And then one other thing that we do is we watch The Temptations. They watch The Temptations? The Temptations every time. That movie is like, Two and a half hours long. It's a long movie. I don't movie. think we. I don't think we have a family movie that we sit down and watch. We'll sit there and just like we know Thanksgiving is coming up, so we sitting around watching football games, eating, cooking, yeah, eating on some banana pudding, bread pudding. Man. Right, right, right. I'm ready for that right now. But hey man, you know, macaroni and cheese. That's my favorite, favorite, favorite food as far as Thanksgiving is concerned. Macar- macaroni and cheese. Mine is, is the dressing. Okay, my, my mother-in-law makes great dressing. I never ate dressing or stuffing or whatever you want to call it or the, whatever the difference is. Until you I had not, her. I did not eat that stuff before before I ate hers. It is good. It is good. And Kia not to make it? Nah. Oh, She's getting it from her house. She, she got to <laughs> listen. The only way to keep that family recipe going, she gotta she gotta keep it. You got to do it and uh, make it for you. One of these days. I hope so. I hope so. <laughs> All right, y'all. That's going to bring us to the end of this episode. I want to thank my boy Kenny for coming on again. Yeah, yeah. He will definitely be back. We'll be talking some basketball. Y'all know what time it is. The season just started. Um, the Lakers need to get it together. I think they'll be all right because they still got LeBron. They still got AD. How does Russell Westbrook fit in? I'm not sure. Um he looks, but, I mean, he did pretty good last night, but we're going to see. The Bucks, though, they look like they back with a vengeance. No, they're not. What? Did you see when they played Miami? All right. No, nah, I seen when they played the Nets, though. I did. And I think that was a – I think they lived up – it was just the hype, the the, the, uh, the adrenaline. Yeah, said something. Okay. Said my yeah, it was opening night. I think that played a big part in it, but mm-hmm. they went out and laid an egg on Thursday against Miami. And yeah, Miami is good. 
Yeah, they are. And they and PJ Tucker, he said he he, he had something some adventures because they didn't bring him back, which I would feel some type of way too, because I was there to do all your right. dirty work right for for him. So yeah. Okay. Well, if y'all want to hear some more basketball stuff, go check out episode 25. I have a whole NBA preview. I talk about every team. I got a couple of questions for every team where they are, no matter if they're at the top or if they're at the bottom. And uh, make sure y'all like, subscribe, share, download, follow. You know, I'm on Spotify, Apple, Google, Anchor. Also, follow me on Instagram at underscore Tony Rambles underscore. And you can email the show. The email is the number one Tony Rambles at gmail.com. Kenny, you got any parting thoughts? No, I don't. I don't. I don't. I just can't wait for you to have me back. We could talk about whatever. Whatever you want to talk about, let me know. I'm open. I don't have to just talk about sports. So I'll be willing, you know, I'll be, I'm willing, willing to come back. That's all I can say. All right, y'all. That's my boy, Kenny, signing off. Your host, Tony Rambles. And we will see you all in the next one. <laughs> Peace. See you. All right. I think that's it, man. Okay.